0: And welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I hope you guys are all ready to start this week with some amazing magical adventure stories where the ideas come from you guys. First of all, I'd like to say a big hello and thank you to our newest premium members. It means so much to us here that you've joined our premium channel. You get, of course, lots of new bonus stories every week, ad-free, and you get a premium shout-out. So our first shout-outs go to Hudson and Lucas Capianis from Redondo Beach, California. Emma and Paige from Atlanta, Georgia. Gary and Huck who love listening to short stories for kids on the way to school, on the weekends, and when going to bed. Damien and Sherry from South Africa, and Amanda and Chloe from San Francisco. Hi, guys! Hey, parents! This one's for you. Wondery's Kids and Family podcast, Little Stories Everywhere, transports your family to an imaginative world with enchanting stories and exciting adventures. In each episode, hosts Virginia Madsen and Robbie Damon read an original children's tale. These imaginative stories explore the exciting world of Griffins, follow statues that come to life, and fly you to Cloudtopia, the land of unicorns. And if you've been looking for screen-free entertainment for your kids, Little Stories Everywhere encourages your little ones to use their imaginations. In one of their latest tales, you'll hear about Mark the Unicorn, He's just like any other unicorn, except he doesn't have a horn, and that makes him an easy target for school bullies. That is, until he runs into the most popular unicorn in school, Sprinkles, and their unexpected adventure changes his life forever. Listen to Little Stories Everywhere on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus Kids in Apple Podcasts or Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Our next partner, Athletic Greens, has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted better gut health, more energy, and an optimized immune system. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. I've been taking AG1 smoothie every morning now, and I feel so much more energized and ready to start my day. I love the taste too, a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to every morning. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash short stories. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash short stories to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Today's story request comes from Adelaide and her little brother Austin, and they would love a story about a volcano spewing lava into the ocean, a coral reef, a bad robot dinosaur, and mermaids. Wow, thank you guys. We love this idea, so we hope that you love your story. Are you guys all ready? Let's go. Far away from where you're sitting now is a beautiful island set in a beautiful blue ocean. The island has a tall mountain at its center, ringed with a forest of tropical trees and white sands. It's a very special place, but it's one that nobody dares visit, especially the mermaids that live out by the coral reef. Why can't we go near the island? "'Austin asked his big sister, "'I want to swim in the bay and play with the turtles.' "'We just can't,' said Adelaide, matter-of-factly. "'They were swimming amongst the pretty coral "'that surrounded the island under the water. "'Mum says something dangerous lives there. "'She says we shouldn't go there "'and that we've got everything we need here.' "'Austin looked at the coral "'where hundreds of brightly colored fish played.' He had to agree. It was a very special place. But the fact he wasn't allowed to do something just made doing it all that more interesting. Yeah, but, but what is it that's so dangerous? He tried again. I love the reef. I really do. But it would be nice to swim right up to the white sands and see the island close up. Adelaide shrugged her shoulders. I know, I'd like to see it too, but Mom says we're to stay here, so I think we should. Austin caved in and agreed. Okay, he said reluctantly, but I still don't understand why. Many days passed and Austin and Adelaide forgot about the island. They were too busy with other things, like collecting pearls or racing with dolphins. Then, one day... Adelaide spotted an unusual shape moving through the water. It was easily as large as she was, but it looked as if it had tentacles trailing from it, like a giant jellyfish. Because it was some distance away, she couldn't see it clearly. Curiosity got the better of her, and she found herself swimming towards it. "'Where are you going?' asked Austin, swimming up hurriedly. "'There's something swimming up ahead!' I want to go get a better look, she said. Austin could see it now, too, and it wasn't long until the pair of them had caught up with the mysterious creature. To their horror, they discovered it was a sea turtle, and the tentacles trailing from it were the remains of a tattered fishing net that it had become entangled in. Oh, you poor thing, said Adelaide as she circled the turtle. How hard it must be for you to swim with all this weighing you down. Adelaide and Austin got to work, moving alongside the turtle as it swam steadily on. Adelaide and Austin got to work, moving alongside the turtle as it swam steadily on. In time, they were able to untangle the remains of the net until at last the turtle was able to swim free. Soon, they were surrounded by other turtles, circling the two mermaids playfully. It was only then that Adelaide realized that in helping the turtle, they had swum a long way from the reef. Oh no, she said. Austin, we've swum all the way to the island. Their heads broke the surface of the water to confirm their fears. In doing their good deed, they had accidentally swum right up to the one place they were not allowed to go. But it doesn't look dangerous, said Austin, looking up past the white sands and tropical trees to the towering mountain peak. I don't understand, Adelaide said. Why would anyone think this place was dangerous? In reply, an air-splitting roar echoed across the island, and from in between the trees stumped a large robot dinosaur. It had two clawed legs, red eyes, and big, gnashing teeth. It saw the two mermaids and stamped across the sand towards them.
1: "'Who do you think you are?' it
0: bellowed at the two mermaids. "'Get away from the island, or I'll eat you up!' Austin was terrified of this giant metal beast charging towards them and was all for diving back down into the depths. But for some reason... Adelaide didn't move. "'Excuse me,' said Adelaide politely. "'But
1: why can't we come to your island?' "'Because I said so,' roared the robot dinosaur. "'Now be gone!'
0: Adelaide had never spoken to someone so rude, and so she took her brother's hand and disappeared beneath the surface. But she didn't swim far. Instead, she held her finger up in front of her lips to signal Austin to be quiet." then swam along the bay's sandy bottom to some rocks on the edge of the beach. Using the rocks to hide themselves, they once again poked their heads out of the water. "'What are we doing?' whispered Austin. "'We'll get into trouble.' "'Just wait a moment, Austin,' Adelaide said softly. "'I want to see.' Peering over the rocks, they could see the fearsome dinosaur still on the sand." but it no longer looked fierce and frightening. Its head was hanging low, and its two arms dangled limply. It's just stood there, said Adelaide. It's not doing anything now. It looks so sad, said Austin. Why would it look so sad? Suddenly, the island began to shake, forcing startled birds to take flight. What's happening, cried out Adelaide, as the water around them became choppy. Then, up on top of the mountain, there was a terrible explosion, blasting tons of rock up into the air. Thick smoke spewed forth, while red-hot lava began to pour down the mountain's slope. "'A volcano!' shouted Austin.
1: "'The island is a volcano!' "'I told you two to get away from here!' roared the robot dinosaur over the volcano's rumbling. Go on, get away.
0: We were going to, said Adelaide, but you look so sad.
1: I'm not sad, snapped the robot. I'm just doing my job. Now go away before either I gobble you up or the volcano gets you. Sure enough, the lava was already making a path
0: through the forest, setting fire to the trees that it touched. It was heading their way. "'But what about you?' asked Adelaide. "'If we go, you'll be left here all on your own.'
1: "'I'm always on my own,' said the dinosaur. "'It's what I was built for.' "'Built for?'
0: repeated Austin.
1: "'Who built you?' the big robot hesitated. Two scientists. "'I like to think of them as my mom and dad, "'but they haven't been around for many, many years now.' And you've been alone
0: all that time? asked Austin.
1: Yes, said the robot sadly. I'm going to keep people away to protect them in case the volcano should ever explode.
0: Oh, that's terrible, said Adelaide. How can you make new friends if you have to chase everyone away? The robot just sagged its shoulders. Hey, we'll be your friends, said Austin, if you like. The big robot lifted his head. It was a long time since anyone had spoken to him so kindly. Behind them, the fire was spreading as the river of lava drew closer. The lava is coming straight towards us, shouted Adele, which means if it reaches the water, it will eventually reach the reef. Won't the water slow it down? asked Austin. Yes, but if the lava keeps flowing, it will reach it eventually, Adele pointed out. Oh, Poor beautiful reef, wailed Austin, as the lava threatened to push out onto the beach. Whatever can we do? The big robot looked at the lava, then at the two mermaid children, then back to the lava again, and decided to act. He stamped over to where the lava was emerging from the forest, and lowered his enormously powerful jaws into the sand. Then, pushing with his strong legs and balancing with his mighty tail, he began to chew a channel through the sand and rock. Chump, chump, chump chewed his jaws as he dug a deep ditch away from the bay and along the length of the beach. The lava flowed into it, following the ditch that took it away from the reef. The robot has saved the reef, cheered Adelaide. ''Amazing!'' laughed Austin in delight. The dinosaur returned to his new friends, but it was no longer stomping or shouting. ''Did I do good?'' it asked. ''Of course you did,'' reassured Adelaide, who we are ever
1: so happy. ''I was built to protect people,'' said the dinosaur. ''I thought I was helping by scaring people away, but all it's ever done is make me sad and lonely.'' Well, there's no need to feel sad and
0: lonely anymore, said Adelaide. And right at that moment, other mermaid heads began to appear in the bay, coming to see what the commotion was all about. Adelaide and Austin wasted no time in sharing the heroic deeds of their new dinosaur friend. And soon, everyone was celebrating the dinosaur's efforts. Eventually, the volcano's flow of lava did end, The volcano went back to sleep, and the island was peaceful once more. Peaceful apart from the beaches around the turtle's bay, where mermaids now come to play with their new friend, the kind and helpful Big Robot Dinosaur. The end.